It's Wednesday, February 14th, 2024, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. Small business sentiment dips over inflation and labor costs. The NFIB reports the largest drop in over a year. Critiques and kudos navigating the early days of Microsoft 365's AI Copilot and tech leaders unite in accord to tackle deepfake AI threats in elections. This is the business of tech. Are you and your clients tired of the time-consuming ticket tennis of coordinating meetings and help desk calls? Wouldn't it be better to automate this process with a tool that connects directly to ConnectWise Manage or Autotask? TimeZest offers scheduling automation that gives you complete control of your schedule and eliminates the hassle of calendar ping-pong. As the only service designed specifically for MSPs, it integrates into your workflow and makes scheduling appointments easy on you and your clients. Plus, you can try TimeZest for free. Visit timezest.com slash Radio and use the code MSPRadio to get 10% off your first year of TimeZest. Small business sentiment in the U.S. dropped significantly in January, with inflation and labor costs cited as the primary concerns. The National Federation of Independent Business reported the largest decline in sentiment in 13 months, with 20% of business owners citing inflation as their top concern and 39% struggling with labor issues. So I'll pair that with data from the SMB Group in their new release, 2024 SMB Priorities, aligning technology investments to business requirements. Key findings include SMBs feeling confident in their ability to navigate challenges, seeing technology as providing cost and time savings, prioritizing investment in new technology for automation, and willingness to pay extra for AI capabilities. Worries about inflation and the risk of recession are lessening slightly compared to last year, More importantly, despite these and other challenges, from supply chain disruptions to geopolitical conflicts, most SMBs are confident in their ability to cope. 39% of SMBs feel very prepared, and 52% feel somewhat prepared to navigate these issues successfully. According to a report from CBRE, 58% of the largest U.S. office leases in 2023 were renewals, indicating that many companies are opting to stay in their current spaces rather than seeking new ones. This shift is attributed to the hybrid work model and the desire to reduce costs. While companies are leasing less space overall, they focus on higher quality offices in prime locations to encourage more in-person work. Manhattan and Silicon Valley had the most square footage among their large office leases. Why do we care? That's a significant shift from 2019, when 68% of the top 100 were new leases and 32% were renewals. Employers are shrinking their office space. The way companies use office space is changing. This was always going to take time to convert, as real estate leases are long and expensive to break. Technology investments that help utilize office space more efficiently will be welcomed. Broadly speaking, SMB owners are optimistic, but it's fluctuating. There's a disconnect between the vibes and the data of the economy, and we'll see that continue. Lean into owners' ability to execute and focus on business outcomes. You've heard their concerns. Address them. 
A study on AI job displacement challenges the notion of rapid and widespread automation, particularly in tasks involving computer vision. The research finds that only 23% of wages paid for vision-related tasks are economically viable for automation, suggesting a more gradual integration of AI into the workforce. And I have to highlight this piece in the Wall Street Journal. Early adopters of Microsoft's AI bot, Copilot from Microsoft 365, have mixed reviews about its usefulness and price. While some companies have found it valuable, the software shortcomings, such as mistakes in Excel and PowerPoint, and hallucinations in generative AI tools, have raised skepticism about its worth at $30 per user per month. Microsoft is confident that the time and money saved through the tool justify the cost, but some users have experienced disappointment with features like PowerPoint slide generation. And there's still more coming. OpenAI is introducing memory for ChatGPT, allowing the AI chatbot to remember information about users and personalize their interactions. Users can either explicitly tell ChatGPT specific details about themselves, or the bot can learn and store information over time. This feature aims to make ChatGPT feel more personal and intelligent. OpenAI assures users they can control ChatGPT's memory and manage what the bot remembers. Memory is currently being tested with a small group of users. Apple researchers have unveiled a new AI tool called Keyframer that uses large language models to animate static images through natural language prompts. This tool represents a significant advancement in integrating AI into the creative process and may hint at future Apple products. Keyframer allows users to upload an image, provide a text prompt, and generate CSS animation code. Users can define the animation through direct code editing or additional prompts. DNH Distributing has launched the Go Big AI program, which is aimed at helping MSPs and VARs effectively engage with AI solutions. The program provides training, resources, and consultative initiatives, including courses, workshops, sales enablement tools, and collaborations with leading technology entities. DNH aims to position its partners at the forefront of the AI transformation in the IT channel. Why do we care? Most analysts, myself included, can overestimate the speed of adoption. Keep that in mind. The case of Microsoft's AI bot presents a valuable lesson on the importance of setting realistic expectations for AI tool adoption. The mixed feedback from early adopters, especially concerning its effectiveness and costs, highlights the needs for continuous improvement and customization in the solutions to meet those business needs and the dangers of focusing too much on early adoption. This is going to go slowly. Leverage programs like DNHs. You'll need to keep up with the lots of technology developments, so having fundamentals in place will be a big differentiator. The National Institute of Standards and Technology has established the USAI Safety Institute, a consortium to determine guidelines and standards for AI measurement and policy. The Institute comprises public and private sector organizations, including companies like Apple, Microsoft, and Cisco, as well as academic institutions and research organizations. The consortium will work on projects such as developing industry standards for safe and trustworthy AI, evaluating AI capabilities, and incorporating secure development practices. 
The USAI Safety Institute was created as part of President Joe Biden's executive order on AI proliferation and safety and falls under the jurisdiction of the Department of Commerce. And this one from Politico. Adobe, Google, Meta, Microsoft, OpenAI, and TikTok are among the companies involved in forming an industry accord to combat the use of deepfake AI in elections. The accord aims to create tools to detect and debunk manipulated images and audio of public figures, as well as increase transparency in fighting AI-generated disinformation. The accord will be presented at the Munich Security Conference. And it's needed, too. Researchers from the College of William & Mary, Google, and IBM have found gaps in the privacy practices of political campaign websites. The study analyzed over 2,000 campaigns from the 2020 U.S. election cycle and revealed that many campaigns retained extensive private data, provided incomplete privacy disclosures, and shared data with other campaigns. The study emphasizes the need for regulations to prevent the misuse of user data by political campaigns. Why do we care? By closely following the development of industry standards for safe and trustworthy AI, businesses can proactively integrate those standards into their AI practices. This foresight can be a competitive advantage, ensuring products and services meet those future regulatory requirements and customer expectations. It's why I keep focusing on them. Bias alert, I'm a graduate of William & Mary from that computer science program and spoke at a recent employment event. That's also a reason I spotted this research. The insight here is that IT service providers can tap into this need by offering compliance assessment and consulting services to political campaigns and organizations, ensuring they adhere to best practices and regulations regarding data privacy. There's a need there. Be aware of the financial dynamics of political campaigns. They are not long-term organizations. Cash upfront. Today's episode is supported by Huntress. You want to focus on your clients and are always looking for ways to get more time. Use Huntress's fully managed cybersecurity platform to fight off cyber threats. Huntress is more than cybersecurity software for endpoints and identities. It's a 24 by 7 security operations center. It's security awareness training, community engagement, and dedicated partner support with an average CSAT score of 99.3%. Technology can only get you so far. Human expertise is what's needed to truly elevate and protect small businesses, and you get that with Huntress. Secure your clients and help them thrive with the number one rated EDR for SMBs on G2. Visit Huntress.com slash MSP Radio to find out more. Thanks for listening. It's Ash Wednesday. It's Valentine's Day. And it's National Call-In Single Day, so something for everyone, including National Cream-Filled Chocolate Day. Have a question you want answered? We're taking listener questions. Send them, ideally as a voice memo or video, to question at mspradio.com. I'll be answering those listener questions live starting next week. If you got a comment or a thought on a story, put it in the comments if you're on YouTube, or reach out on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. If you like the show, give it a review. And make sure you've subscribed or followed on your favorite platform. Talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech.
If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio, or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.